There's a um, sort of a philosophic concept that a sufficiently advanced civilization will be able to create uh, so, a simulation. simulation. Yeah, maybe you've answered this before. A simulation. I've had so many simulation discussions. It's crazy. Okay. Um, so, because in fact, it, it got to the point where basically every conversation was was the AI AI slash simulation conversation. Um, and my brother and I finally agreed that um, we would ban such conversations if we were ever in a hot tub. Okay. That was like... Title. Are we really living in a simulation? A lot of people like Elon Musk like to use statistics to demonstrate why if a simulated reality from a computer was possible, then statistically the likelihood of us being based reality is very small. Now, looking at it from this perspective, it is true. But as we all know, perceptions can be deceptive. Some people like to use these sort of explanations as a sort of moral code or way for interpreting how reality operates, which is cool. But in my opinion, it actually takes the focal point away from a much higher frame of reference, which is, what are the operating principles and functions of base reality? Forget about all the simulations for a second and let's go straight to base reality. Do the principles of thermodynamics still exist there? Is it still operating in duality? What are the rules? Mm, what these guys think they're searching for could be described as base reality or true reality, the original reality, Earth Prime, as it's called in the DC comic book movie, Justice League, Crisis on Two Earths, good movie. I digress. Are we really living in a simulation? Why I mention the importance of looking past from one particular perspective or defining things in one particular way and instead looking at true base reality is because if you examine the principles or at least begin to examine them of how true base reality does operate, then that changes the reference point for how you think about what a simulation is and what a simulation isn't. One case being this, if you go to base reality or to the first original reality, if you look at that how certain Eastern civilizations did as the universe is an origination of consciousness and in that consciousness, well, didn't come from a computer, but it first came from consciousness. The whole universe is consciousness and let's say that consciousness gives birth to everything, gives energy to everything, fundamentally pervades every energy and creates every energy in the universe. It's how they see it. So in this case, if a race like humans ended up creating computers in some sort of silicon form in the so-called Earth prime base reality and then created a simulation which once you're in it functions very similar to the operating principles of that so-called base reality and then that simulation created another simulation and again and again and again and again it happened. Before we go into what that means for defining base reality, that doesn't mean that that simulation is fake or not real compared to Earth Prime because the energy that simulation was created from is still coming from that singular all-pervading source from the original reality, which is consciousness. It shines through everything. But as humans, we like to separate and divide our minds when we hear things like computer simulation theory and base reality. We think they're two different things. And even discounting what base reality is, 
they're definitely not two different things. To draw a parallel for another perspective, a lot of different cultures in the world have different ideas of what the human mind is, what thought is, what intelligence is. And I remember my brother giving me an example a long time ago that in many ancient cultures where they thought thought was coming from, where they thought everything was started from, came from the heart. Many other native cultures had similar and different views. Some other Easter ones thought, okay, it's coming from like the lower belly. Then you look at some other ones and they thought it's coming from the liver. Then you examine some other ones and they thought it was coming from like the left part of their hip. And then only in the recent years, the past few thousand, have we thought majoritively that consciousness or the focal point for where we're perceiving our reality what that thing is, that perception tool, have we believed that that comes from our head? Which is why we developed such a mind-based society today and why everything is driven by so many things of this nature mind-based existence. So I give this explanation to provide a reality of there are certain true principles for how reality functions. But if you have a perception based on one particular lens, then that interpretation is going to cloud and distort those true original remaining principles. Because in the Western world, we're predominantly in the mind because we believe that everything is originating sort of in our head because our consciousness hasn't been able to go through our whole body yet, then we're going to fall into certain illusions of the mind-based separate nature akin to thinking something like a computer simulation is different to consciousness or at least the manifestations of consciousness in the material realm, but actually they're in fact the same thing. In the last video, I used the example of we're living in a simulation and that's what the Easterners were calling it, but in reality, that's not exactly the case. There's actually no distinction between the biological and the computer. There's also no distinguishing between base reality or non-base reality, at least until you get there after the manifested forms. So going along with this common theory, there's one original reality, and then that creates a whole other bunch of subsets. And the one that first created it is the true reality, which is true in many senses. But there's also another way of looking at this thing, which in the East they sometimes call, well, could be translated as fractals of God. So instead of looking at this as there was one original thing and it created copies and copies and copies of each other, which is true in a certain sense, but analyzing it from this perspective, there's actually another way to look at it. And that is there is actually no center of the simulation, or rather the center is everywhere, and that center is a fractal. One picture creates three more of its pictures, which creates nine more, and keeps going on and on and on and on and on. So each fractal is a reflection of a higher fractal above it, and vice versa. And each reality, or each fractal, couldn't exist without the reality it's mirroring, and vice versa. So what this means is that the parts can only exist with the whole, and the whole can only exist with the parts. Without each other, nothing could exist. So each fractal or each reality is just as important as the other 
because they're all feeding into the big picture and the big picture is all feeding into the little ones. It's all just as necessary and important. It's all just as real or non-real, depending on how you want to look at it after you've gathered insights from base reality. I know it seems like there may be plenty of paradoxes in what's said, and still base reality is not really addressed, but there's plenty of time for that. The most important thing I feel is necessary is hopefully to clear up any sort of confusions or anxieties you may have about reality, because I know perceiving that this reality we live in is a computer simulation may think your life is fake or it's not meaningful, and unless you go to base reality, nothing you do is worth it, but that's not the case whatsoever, and that will become increasingly more clear as you go into the internal world. So not to worry, at the end of the day, everything's still consciousness, you're still consciousness, so you can relax. See you next time. I hope this serves you well.